going. Four two three, get fame. That's four two three, get fame. I would tell you to leave a message, but the truth is, I don't really care. I've had this hotline open for months, and not one of you jokers have what it takes to be famous like me. So leave a message if you want, but don't expect a call back. I've got way more important things to do than to waste my time on losers like Mascarita Sagrada and you all. Thank you, and have a nice day. Hey there, folks, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 23 of the Grave Consequences Podcast, which is, of course, a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. You can follow my co-host, friend, and producer, Greg, at XMazerati. I, I realized, you know, as we're introing this, we forgot to do the Twitter handle gimmick last time. But I figure, you know, if they've been listening to us for... 50 some odd weeks at least over a year now that they would know who we are you know they're not so confused as to like oh what's going on yeah i don't really think anyone follows me anyway (laughs) fair enough yeah fair enough uh but hey season two episode 23 the working title phoenix dragon and spaceman yeah i want to change that are you like it no no you can change it if you come up with something better i don't care dude yeah i haven't we had to get rid of the previous name so i'm not sure what we should call it next so maybe if we don't come up with anything organically we'll just go with what they said maybe we will maybe we will who knows but hey folks also check out the eddie and caleb zero cast every wednesday night after aew dynamite that is of course me and another buddy of mine talking about hero movies doing reviews that sort of thing good i feel bad for you guys because you guys are going through like I mean, people think of the good superhero movies, but they always forget about the thousands of shitty yeah. superhero movies. Because there's a lot. Yeah, this is a diamond in the rough situation, and it always has been. People don't remember the bad... Oh, did you watch... I, I, I have dementia, so I probably ask you this every time, like 51st mm-hmm. Dates. But have you seen The Spirit yet? No, we are getting there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait for you to sit through that turd. <laughs> do you want to join us on that one, buddy? I will not watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's that bad interesting man interesting um because we're pretty close to that we're in we're in 2008 we're about to record uh hellboy 2 and then i think we got dark knight coming up but Ooh, hellboy 2 it, is great i love Hellboy. yeah 2. hellboy 2 was a pretty good time uh that being said let's see we did the twitter handle gimmick we did the oh by the way it, it is once again it's november 13 saturday this is the second part of our two-part recording um have a good december 2nd (laughs) and remember fuck the eternals yes yes the eternals it was mid it was very forgettable um did they fight a giant cgi crap fest at the end kind of sorta yep yeah it's whatever um (laughs) but yeah whatever enough about the eternals we're getting right into it. El Conjunto Nuevo Hola plays us in. And after that, Matt Stryker and Vampiro tell us that at Ultima Lucha Dos, the trio's titles will be defended by the Worldwide Underground. Of course, that is Johnny Mundo, 
Jack Evans and PJ Black had to think there for a second. They're being defended against who I have dubbed the Lucha Friends. They are Drago, Phoenix, and Aerostar. Oh, that's the title. What's that? What's the title? Lucha Friends? The Lucha Friends. That's great. That's great. Uh, but hey, and you know, they've also announced what we already knew from last week's episode. Prince Puma versus Rey Mysterio. Again, that's your main event. <laughs> Whether or not it goes on last, that's your main event. But hey, uh, our first match of the night, King Cuerno versus Mil Muertes. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, this isn't going to see a finish. Or if it does, it's it's not the end. <laughs> no, and uh, it was... They had a lot of work to do to bring because Quirino has been strong and he's yeah. had good wins over like I think Mundo and he, even um, yeah he beat Mundo Phoenix uh, yeah. I think even Puma maybe I don't think so I could be wrong uh, he pinned <clears throat> Puma I think in like a trios match or something yes stuff like that but he's had yeah. wins but Mill uh, despite how much it hurt seeing him lose to Matanza the first time I watched. He's yeah. not that damaged. No. He's not that he's hurt. Not. So they had to do quite a little bit of work to make it kind of believable for, because he's still a monster, for yeah. Corno to be able to beat him. Yeah. And you mentioned it last week, the red the red contacts. He's got the red contacts. He's got a new mask on. Like It's like, yeah, he died, but he is... He got better. Yeah, exactly, which is your biggest fear. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's like if uh, Michael started working out. <laughs> Start, see Michael Myers doing CrossFit and shit. <laughs> Although, if he was doing CrossFit, I wouldn't be super worried because I know he'd be injured within a week. It's but, true. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Cuerno spends this match working as the hunted. Yeah, it's 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 always a and I I do like his matches as I said before it's always like a predator versus prey type of uh, match and I like that dynamic and I like the psychology of how they tell it uh, and this was the t- the story of the hunter you know being chased by uh, by his prey and trying to set traps and 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 this and there was one interesting part where he's doing the uh, the dive he does the arrow from hell I think it's called yeah yeah. Well, the camera work made it look like when he they showed him aiming it and then they showed the camera panning on Mill. But it kind of focused on Katrina, so it made it look like he was aiming for Katrina with his arrow, which yeah. would be a smart thing for the hunter to do because she's the thing that brought him back. He was dead. Yeah, you can't. Exactly. Mill's always going to come back as long as she's there, uh, mm-hmm. and wants him back. So it was that was interesting camera work. I don't know if it was on purpose, but I liked it. Yeah. No, you're right. And another thing, I'm glad you mentioned the arrow from hell because for some reason the referee was doing the count, but he was doing it outside the ring, like right next to Mil Muertes, even though he's never done that before. It's like a day X mocking. And it was purely just for the ref bump. It was. Yeah. I, I, he was out there and I was like, Oh, is the ref getting bumped? Cause I, I did notice that. I was like, why is the ref outside? The ref doesn't need to be outside. No, you can count from inside the ring. You always do. He <laughs> <laughs> does a few. I don't know if it was this episode, and maybe it was a few episodes too, but the announcers, uh, as we've said, we've tuned them out just because we hear them a lot. Not yeah. anything terrible, but um, they make little quips about how blind Marty is and you know, yeah. how incompetent he is. And I think yeah. promotions just start doing that. Not making refs outright heels, but playing up the fact that refs suck in wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like every now and again, and I watched, 
plenty of baseball playoffs this year, but like you noticed how even like the most seasoned officials can be very, they can make errors, but like they can make horrendous errors, like in the field, behind the plate. And it's ridiculous. And, you know, announcers might kind of like, yeah, that well, got the call there. And they might say that sort of thing rather than saying like, oh my God, that's terrible. You know, they're not going to say that because umpires are 10 ply. Whereas <laughs> wrestling officials don't have a union. So <laughs> who are we going to piss off? You, we can replace you, buddy. Yep. And it, they, they can, they do it, but they could do, there's no reason wrestling can't do new and innovative things with, you know, the refs. Cause they're, they're basically playing up to the thing of refs being blind. Uh-huh. You know, like in a cartoon, like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon, you'd see the ref with the big black glasses and a cup full of pens. Yep. You know, they, I don't know. I don't know the where those details came from. <laughs> some probably some old timey yeah. movie, but you know, they could play into how stupid the refs are. Yeah. More often. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, if I could make an MLB analogy, uh, Marty Elias, and we'll see it later on in the main event. But Marty Elias is like the Angel Hernandez of wrestling. Um, a few of you out there will appreciate that, I'm sure. But hey, uh, the referee gets knocked down. Um, slowly coming to. Cuerno hits Milmortes with a chair, but that, it's Mil. He's back from the dead. He's better than ever. Mil nails Cuerno with a chair. But ultimately, Cuerno counters an attack. Sends Meal into the chair in the corner that Meal had set up. Cuerno then rolls up Mil Muertes with a victory roll. Leverage and tights for the tights pulled for the pin. And King Cuerno gets the win and runs out of there like he just stole something because he did. And, you know, this is and sometimes this can go badly and still make mm -hmm. someone look weak. But I think yeah. it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a good bridge. Because you just can't have a wrestler just all of a sudden, for the most part, you can, but it's it's hard to do. You can't just have a wrestler all of a sudden become better. Yeah. And this is a nice way. You, sometimes when a heel wrestler is like, I don't know, like a lower card, you kind of have them get higher by stealing their way to the top. And yeah. then you have a match where they show their endurance. And and you and that's kind of like surprises the fans. Like, oh, crap, he's kicking out of this stuff now. Is he really belong up here? So. This is a good stepping point to bring Cuerno uh, to the top. I think so. I forget how it pays off, but uh, it didn't feel like a cheap roll-up, even though it it's it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a corny roll-up. It was like, oh, he used leverage. He was holding the tights. I think he was holding the rope, too. Like, he's a hunter. He trapped them. Made sense. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right, it makes sense. After this, we see Dario in his office with Taya and Ivelisse. He says he's impressed by both ladies. And as such, he knows they have beef. And they're going to face each other at Ultima Lucha Dos to determine who's the baddest. And then he waits on Ivelisse to say bitch in the building. And Dario, Dario eventually says the baddest lady in the building. Because Dario, for what, everything he is, he's chivalrous. He's a gentleman, you know. Yeah, you don't really like even it's you know, you don't always wanna you don't <laughs> it it would be a weird thing thing for him even in nineteen or uh, in what was it, two thousand seventeen? Yeah. Oh sixteen. Two thousand sixteen, it still would have been kinda a rough thing to say to a woman to her yeah. face. 
you know, like you, you're yeah. the baddest bitch. Like you just, unless you really know someone and they laugh at it, but like, that's, that would have been rough. But like I, the one note I put down was that if Ivy beats Taya, I'm going to riot. Cause <laughs> I've been very clear that of my praise of Taya. Like she belonged in her match with cage. Mm-hmm. Gender didn't matter. She took yep. all those slams. She dished out some offense, and, and it was believable offense. It wasn't where Cage is swinging and missing like a like a ogre, like yeah. every Eva Lee matches. Like the guys can't connect. All of a sudden, they're slow and stupid. Yep. You know, it's <laughs> this is a. Yeah, I just I think rewatching this this made me like kind of just not like Eva Lee. Mm. Oh man! So <laughs> after that. Evelise is leaving and Katrina says good luck and Evie says I did I didn't forget about you. I'll deal with you later. Mm-hmm. Katrina moves on, immediately demands a rematch for Mil Moites with King Cuerno. And Dario's like, What are you doing making demands? I'm the proprietor. And then she tickles this violence bone. She says, you know, King Cuerno, Mil Moites in a death match. They're the type that have hate sex with each other. What's that now? They're the type that have hate sex with each other. Oh, absolutely, yeah. For sure. For sure. But yeah, Katrina leaves the room out of thin air because she's a spirit. She's a damn near ghost. Mm -hmm. They should uh, splice a clip of her disappearing. And you remember Thor Ragnarok where uh, Korg runs and kicks the wall and goes, piss off, ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I always chuckle because I always think of that when she teleports away. Good stuff. Good stuff. After that, we had Prince Puma versus El Dragon Azteca Jr. This is like a warm up for Ultima Lucha Dos for both men, actually. And Prince Puma, he's working Rudo here. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's very aggressive. He is bigger and he's more powerful. And he looks great. This is one of the matches where he looks better than all the yeah. other matches he's in. Yeah, um, one of my Azteca, favorite moves. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say Azteca looked good too. He played out of his depth. He, you know, he played up to his competition. Yeah, and even though he lost, like that's kind of good because you kind of have to build him down a little bit. A little bit for yeah. uh, Black Lotus, and I don't, and that that's not criticizing her talent because I don't remember, but yeah. the but the audience has never seen her wrestle, so she's a nobody nope. to everybody. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like she's a name coming from a it's different just, promotion. She's just the angry, silent Asian lady. Like, that's all they've seen of her. That's all. The, the stupid, angry Asian lady. That's all she yeah. is. is it, gullible and stupid. And mm-hmm. she killed her own master. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Uh, it, At the it, advice of the man who kidnapped her. Of the kid. Yeah, it's Stockholm. Or the second man to kidnap her, rather. She gets kidnapped a lot. So she's not a good yeah. ninja. No. Well, so they had to build him down. Yep. And one of my favorite moves, though, was uh, Dragon Azteca was on the turnbuckle. And Puma sweeps him by pulling one of his legs. Yep. And then before he hits the ground, turns it into a blue thunder bomb, dude. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. But yeah, Puma proved to be too much. And the 630 gets the win. The the best move in wrestling. Like, bar none. <laughs> It's great. It's one of the best. It is definitely one of the best. Because I don't know how you time that to land the same way. Yeah, I have no idea. Dario has four luchadors in the ring. Son of Havoc, Cage, The Mac, and Tejano. And he has a message for them. Apparently, 
Ultima Lucha Dos is going to start early this year because it is going to start next week. And that will start the Unique Opportunity Tournament, or as he is calling it, for a unique opportunity. And I love this because Dario explained the joke. He explained the pun. It's like, you see, it's because there's four of you. It was helpful because I was lost. <laughs> yeah, but you are kind of stupid. Um, oh, no doubt. <laughs> Dario then says, like, hey, why don't you guys get a jump start on each other, like, right now? And they do. <laughs> and they, they brawl around for a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes, rather. And who stands tall at the end but my boy, Cage? Hey, how many episodes are in this season? Uh, there are 26. So, so it's Ultima Lucha Dose, um, three episodes? Yes, it is. Yes, it is three episodes. It's four hours. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We gonna. That's why I, guess... I wanted us to record, you know, with an odd episode at the end of each session for that reason. Do we want to take a break during the holidays then? Uh, yeah. That I thought that was the plan. Yeah. Okay. It might have been, but you know, I don't yeah. remember things. So. So we do the. This comes out on the second. The ninth, we do the first part. The. 16th we do the second part and the 23rd we do the final part and then probably come back first week of february oh you want to take two months off well a month and a half or yes five weeks or whatever yeah we can do that okay are we that far ahead where it's going to be landing in december is that what you're saying yes yeah oh okay 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 i just mapped it out for you buddy yep no it's cool no i need that help yeah, with my brain problems again you are kind of stupid but no that's life but yeah my boy cage clears out the ring so go home map as steven larson would explain it to you tells you he probably won't win the tournament just you know off conventional wisdom no it's if you've watched wrestling you know he's not yeah yeah but we'll see we'll see next up our main event of the evening and this match was fire it was in fuego phoenix versus johnny mundo what can I say about this match? It's just awesome, awesome stuff. And the finish they went with, it's like I was so pissed, but I'm like, that's the point, man. That's the point. Johnny Mundo and Phoenix went out there and they did what they were supposed to do. They built mm-hmm. interest. They kept Phoenix strong. They yep. kept uh, Mundo. Cap- like That's the good thing of a heel is a capable yeah. but lesser person. Yeah, exactly. So, they're going to find a way to win outside the rules. And he did. Yeah. And they exactly. kept them all looking. Everyone looks the, the, the faces look strong and the heels look, uh, treacherous enough for that not to matter. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And the finish came when Phoenix landed a top rope Spanish fly. That is like when, the way he was on the rope, he had to transition twice over and the way he did, he's like, I know they call Grand Metalik the king of the ropes, but like Phoenix is the real king of the ropes. Like, come on, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The way he transitioned to that Spanish fly, he hits the Spanish fly in the middle of the ring and Taya immediately distracts the referee uh, after she pulls out a belt. Johnny Mundo then grabs the belt and hit, uh, comes to hits Ray Phoenix with it. 
and Johnny steals the win. And Matt Stryker even sounded dejected. And he explained, he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I know we're supposed to be unbiased, but like after everything we saw to see a match in so cheap, it's just very upsetting. Yeah. And that was definitely a shot at WWE at the time. <laughs> I guarantee it was. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it was. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because they do um, it too. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, Lucha Underground does it. WWE does it. Like, it's a it's a sad reality in a lot of wrestling. Yeah, it's when you do it too much, it's there's people get caught up in like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. It's like, no, it's not one to one. It's just there's a there's a balance. Yeah. You know, there's times where a draw match is fine. If anything yeah. better, there's sometimes where inter- a cheap heel win is needed. You just can't go crazy with you know, everyone always losing cheaply. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's like, and whatever, maybe I'll get heat for this. But no, by the time this comes out, it may not matter. Uh, most of the Kenny Omega title run. <laughs> uh, Very interfer- interference-laden. You can't disagree, sir. Yeah, I'll agree. Yeah. But still a good run. I like Kenny as champ. Yeah. I'm digging it. Yeah. Um, either way. Um, yeah. <laughs> After that, the rest of the Worldwide Underground comes out, and they start beating up on Phoenix. It's four-on-one. The rest of the Lucha friends come out. It's four-on-three, and one guy's just been through hell. Like, you're outmatched, man. You're, you're trying to keep up, but you can't. And then Ivalice comes out, and she evens the odds. And they seemingly have Johnny Mundo in a compromising position on his own. And he bails out of there. But, hey, we forgot about Taya. And of course, Taya is the last person in the ring with all the technicos. She always is. Yeah, exactly. She's definitely the heater. She's the heater of heaters, man. She's good, though. Absolutely, she is. Absolutely. Um, Taya gets left in the ring alone, like I mentioned, and they just toss her out. You know, they keep it pretty, uh, pretty. I don't know. Uh, they, they keep it. Uh, they don't go too hard on her. You know what I'm saying? They, they kind of throw her out with some force, but like. That's about it. Oh, it could have been much worse. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It has been much worse before. And that is our episode, and we are going to grade that. But before we do that, I want to recap the Ultima Lucha Dose card. First off, we've got a For a Unique Opportunity tournament. We have got these four luchadors in some form of action here. We've got the Mac, Tejano, Cage, and Son of Havoc. A match to determine the baddest bitch in the building. Taya versus Ivelisse. In a death match, we've got Mil Muertes versus King Cuerno. We've also got El Dragon Azteca Jr. versus the Black Lotus. And what is the true main event of Ultima Lucha Dos? We've got Prince Puma versus Rey Mysterio. For the trios titles, we've got the Worldwide Underground, Johnny Mundo, PJ Black, Jack Evans versus the Lucha Friends, Phoenix, Drago, and Aerostar. For the Gift of the Gods, we have got Nightclaw facing Daga, Marty the Moth, Siniestro de la Muerte, Killshot, The Mariposa, and Sexy Star. And for the Lucha Underground Championship, we have got Matanza versus Pentagon Jr. What a card. It's it's loaded. They got some of their yeah. best things. They're redoing a match. Yeah. Which is I will say that I will say this. Um, not having Pentagon on either this episode or the last episode is certainly an interesting choice. Like, I kind of, there's not a lot of meat on the bone here, you know? No, because they're, they're redoing a match. Yeah. 
They already did. And the way he got it was being thrown into a tournament uh-huh. early last second and winning it, yeah. which yeah. is fine. You can do it sometimes. It's not the end of the world. And yes, it's happened before, and I've been fine of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it frankly happened of Hangman, and I'm okay yep. with it. Yep. But they've even that and my criticism with that is they haven't built Hangman up enough. And I'm I'm for Hangman. Like I'm not yep. one of those people that doesn't like this story or thinks it's stupid. I like it and I'm I'm into yeah. it. Uh it's not an AEW show, so I won't get into it, but they have done less with Pentagon. Yeah. Than they have with like they haven't built like consider and it's not like this isn't a company that doesn't do it, because they did it with like the first couple weeks of this season where he came in, he broke Mill's arm, right? Like Yeah. I don't know. Like, he, I mean, and he could have been injured. It could have been, you know, they're trying to build the other stuff up. But a lot of well, his other stuff is back, just, man. yeah, he just got, you're right. He definitely did just get back. <laughs> I mean, you could have just done a promo behind, like, you know what I mean? You could have just done a, a, a cinematic with him. Yeah. yeah. So it, you're right. Because in the stuff, the meat they're putting on the bones, like, I don't, who gives a shit about, I don't know, Sinestro. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, there's. Yeah. If it's a it's we say an interesting choice uh pretty... when we say interesting choice it means just the opposite <laughs> yeah that's i was trying to think of the the good word to describe it but yeah this yeah if it's pretty we're not going to spoil it but we're pretty not excited for the pentagon and we're, yeah. we're huge fans of pentagon and i'm a and i've completely turned around about matanza i, I like him i know you still don't and that's fine because yeah. it's he is kind of a he has a bad finish for his character type yeah but uh Still not excited for it. Yeah. Um, that being said, we can grade it now. We can grade this episode. And I'm giving it a B plus, actually. I really enjoyed all three matches on this card. I'll give it a B. Uh, no plus or minus. Just a B. Because yeah. I, I did like it better in the previous episode. And um, Yeah. Not much more to say about it. I've said everything I, I can. Oh. And I did forget to mention one thing, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, mm. Phoenix worked that main event very aggressive, like more aggressive than like I'd seen him in quite some time, uh, probably since his uh, Grave Consequences match from the first season. No, he definitely gets changed. Yes. Over time. Um, yeah. And I was just realizing this is the go home show. So it is, you are absolutely right. That's an odd choice not to have. The person and I, because I, I think the Pentagon match goes last, if I remember correctly. I don't know, or he may it's be second the, to last. I, I won't say, but it's on the last episode. Yeah, it's a co-main event. At, at yeah. uh, I guess we could say that. And so it's a very interesting choice not to have that in here anywhere, but yeah. in the last two episodes, like it's kind of like that's on. Imagine Kenny not doing anything for two weeks <laughs> and then having a match for, with someone. Yeah, yeah, I get you, man. Yeah. Odd choice for sure, but hey, we've given out our grades. Greg gave it a B. I gave it a B plus. We, uh, I would say, we enjoyed this episode. Um, we do thank you for listening, and we want you to remember that if your opponent's girlfriend distracts a dumb official and you get hit with a belt, you may suffer grave consequences.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.